Welcome in, everyone, to the Invest Well Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall, joined with Mr. Cook. That's right, Randy Cook. He is cooking things up, as we always talk about in the studio, making it just right for you. And my goal each and every week is to share thought and ideas to help you with your investments. You know, Randy, these have been challenging times, no doubt, for sure. And I think it's something where, quite honestly, people are starting to get into the frustration stage. And that's a tough thing. Well, it's almost like we're coming out of a cave now, and my my eyes have got to get used to the light again. (laughs) You know, know, should I go to a restaurant? Should I wear a mask? Can I go to the movies? Can I I get together with friends? It's, It's like, how do we go about this next phase of all of this? So let me give you the answer to all those real quick. You ready for that? I am ready. Yes, 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 and yes. (laughs) Leave your mask at home, okay? okay? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Leave your mask at home. Go out there and do your thing. This is more propaganda than real-life safety. It really is, in my personal opinion. We're not going to jump into that political side today, folks, but I am going to talk to you on this show about the idea of the light at the end of the tunnel. That's what I want to talk about. And by the way, I know many of you have reached out to us and shared your thoughts and comments and rated our podcast. We appreciate that. If you have not yet, if you've been listening to this and you've been a little bit of a slacker, it happens from time to time. (laughs) You're like, man, I haven't rated the InvestWell show yet. Ah, geez, I've been waking up every day thinking there's one thing I got to do and I can't remember what it is. (laughs) I'm telling you what it is. You got to go right to show. Okay. Right? That's your... Repentance, so to speak, to say thanks, guys, for doing this show. Give us a four or five-star rating. If you can't give us a four, call Randy, and he'll tell you why you can give us a five. There give is. us a five-star rating. Give us a great comment, <laughs> and that way we'll continue to share this thought and idea each and every week to you. Also, we want to hear what you have to say. We want to hear what your thoughts are. If there's something you're like, man, I would love to learn about XYZ, let us know. As always, the place you can find us, digits, as you know, leanonthewall.com, leanonthewall.com. All right, let's jump into this whole idea of the light at the end of the tunnel. Because I'll tell you, you know, Randy, we were just talking about the idea of going to the grocery store and you see people in the grocery store. And, you know, I went out today and I got my uh, rib adjusted. You know, I was kind of out a little bit. Unfortunately, it was ah, painful, but we got to put back in. Mm-hmm. You know, people are wearing their masks and their hand sanitizer and all this kind of stuff, whatever. And I'll tell you, that just, that just irks me. It really, <laughs> it irks me. I'm like, I see that stuff. I'm like, this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Now, I'm not saying that we don't take steps to protect people. I understand that. But you quarantine the sick. You don't quarantine the healthy. It's never happened in the past that I've ever seen either heard about it or read about it where you quarantine healthy people. Back in biblical days when people had leprosy, they quarantined the sick. They didn't quarantine the healthy because the sick needed help. They needed financial help. And so when it comes to your investments, we want to talk about the light at the end of the tunnel and what does that look like? Because you might be, as you can tell, I am maybe a little bit right now in the frustration stage. I'm frustrated with the economy. I'm frustrated with the government. I'm frustrated with these political figures that actually are pretending like they're acting like they really care about you and I's day-to-day lives. They could care less. They could care less about our day-to-day lives. I mean, think about it. Nancy Pelosi started office years ago with virtually no assets, and now she's worth, roughly, I'm guessing here because it's in the ballpark, $150 million. How does that happen? As a politician. As a politician. Yeah. Somebody's not telling the truth about (laughs) something. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, it'd be like me going to work as a waiter for the Outback Steakhouse, and 10 years later... The equivalency, all of a sudden, I'm worth 25 or $30 million. <laughs> and all I did was get my income from working at the Outback Steakhouse. Something's Folks, fishy it just there, yeah. Make sense. It just doesn't make 
sense. But there is some light at the end of this tunnel. And what I want you to do when you look at your investments, I want you to think about a couple things. One is the idea that I believe that the American economy is resilient. We are. We, the people, are resilient. They, the government, are not. (laughs) Okay? So let's make that clear distinction. The government is not for you. If you start investing your assets, your investments, your wealth, based on what the government does solely, you're going to be in trouble because they're going to change and move like the shifting winds of the day. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't pay attention to some degree where monies are being posted or put if there's monies being put into certain new developments or different new drugs and things like that, even though I'm not a big fan at all of this whole vaccine idea. I think it's nonsense as well. I think it's more control. But at the end of the day, what we can do is pay attention to where those things are and try and profit from it. Now, while we're going through this process, some light at the end of the tunnel is the fact that because the American people, we the people, are resilient, what that means is people are going to wake up at some point in time. Everybody at different times, blue pill, red pill, matrix, somebody's taking the wrong pill still, right? (laughs) Don't forget to take your pill, Randy. could be a problem. (laughs) Okay, gotcha. (laughs) But at the end of the day, they're in a place at some point in time, they're going to wake up and they're going to say, you know what? Enough is enough is enough. Here we are through all of these things and no real major issues other than the fact that if our businesses are being shut down, we're being quarantined, we're being held against our will. All of these things are problems. So the light at the end of the tunnel, you might be saying, Mike, that doesn't look like a lot of light at any tunnel. I mean, what are you talking about here? You know, it seems like a lot of darkness. Well, what happens is when people are repressed for a period of time, They literally move to a place where they say, you know what, we will find a way. Now, Randy, I got to be honest with you. There's enough people in this country that are used to just getting stuff for free. And that's unfortunate. But the good news, and here's the light, the good news is those that really made America great back in the day, it wasn't 95% of the population. It was actually a smaller group that said, we're going to press through this. We're going to press on. We're going to do what we need to do. They had the no quit, can't lose attitude. Regardless of what happened, they were going to press forward. So my biggest thought to you, my biggest encouragement to you in this particular show is flat out just that. It's encouragement. I know you might be in a place right now where you're mentally beat up. I know you might be in a place right now where you're frustrated. I know you might be in a place right now where you've gotten whipsawed with your investments and you're saying, man, what the heck is going on? Markets are up, markets are down. What's happening? Okay. My challenge to you is to say there is light at the end of the tunnel. You know, since the beginning of time, there's always been a group of people that have been looking for something better. That's why the United States of America was created because people were looking for something better. They left tyranny. They left areas where they had no religious freedom, and they moved and created an entirely new country. (laughs) Think about that for a minute, folks. It's one thing to start a new business. It's one thing to start a family. It's a whole different deal to start an entire new country. And that's what happened in the United States of America. So we are resilient people. And I want to challenge you to take this message in relation to your investments, to be wise, 
be wise because I still do believe that there are some issues that are going to be coming economically in the overall markets. You know, as I look at the markets right now, Randy, just as an example, we look at, you know, everything happening and what's going on. And, you know, we know that the market, the Dow Jones in particular, is negative about four, almost 14.5% still year to date. Okay. Well, the reality is there are investments out there that have done really well, even in that season. So you have to ask yourself this question. If your investments haven't done well, if you've lost money, why are you not participating in other investments that have done well? Well, the answer is, is because you're still doing what you've always done. You have to make a change. And I think that's, Randy, what's something that people just are not doing from time to time because they get deer in the headlights and they get inundated. But if we realize there's light at the end of the tunnel, people can actually step back, take a breath and say, OK, what are some of the changes that I need to make to make sure that I see some of the light in my tunnel personally as well. You know, I was uh, reading something this weekend, kind of an inspiring piece, and it said a person who was born in 1900, take a look at all the things that they've seen. And my grandmother was actually born in the year 1900. She died in 1991. And, you know, you were a person who went through the Spanish flu when she was a teenager. She went through the Spanish flu. She got the Spanish flu. She recovered from it. Not long after that was the Depression. Not long after that was World War II. Not long after that. And on and on and on it went. And at the end of it, it said, there has never been a storm that has not passed. And it was very good. And if you were to think of, if you were to live in any country in this world, pick one that could go through a storm like we're going through right now, which one would you want to be in? And you'd want to be right here. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so that's a great point, Randy. I read that same piece as well. And it really is a wonderful thing because when you look at it in relation to your investments, here's what happens. You can find yourself in a place where you can say, oh, I'm just... You know, I don't know what to do. I'm part of the system, whatever it may be. Well, the reality of it is there are many things, again, that are performed very well. And even if performing well is not losing money, that's performing well. Listen, if you make zero and the market's down 14%, (laughs) that's performing well. Mm -hmm. If you make a couple percent and the market's down 14%, that's performing well. Okay, so, folks, what I'm saying is there are things out there that have performed well. They've performed better than the overall markets in relation to that, in relation to principal protection, in relation to, you know, just future opportunity. And I want you to see the fact that if you don't change what you're doing, you're going to continue to be part of that whipsaw, the markets. I love what the Fed chair said in his most recent quote there. What was it? 60 minutes, Randy. I think you're going to tee that up for us. I would just say this, in the long run, and even in the medium run, you wouldn't want to bet against the American economy. This economy will recover. It may take a while. It may take a period of time. It could stretch through the end of next year. We really don't know. So what he said there, I think, was so key. Not, we really don't know. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Because you ask many people about it much, and the reality of it is, if they're really honest, the answer is, we really don't know. So quite honestly, I I love that answer. You know, everybody wants to sit there, Randy, and they want to hear... Well, give me give me a timeline. I mean, give me exactly when. Give me give me, you know, is it next week? Is it next year? Is it next month? Is it? Well, we don't know. 
right? There's a lot of things we don't know. We don't live in the future right now. We don't know what it looks like. I don't know is not a bad answer. I don't know is not a bad answer. <laughs> you know, I really don't know is not a bad answer. Everybody but, wants a time frame so that later when that time frame comes up, they can call them on it, you know? Yeah, and it's, it's just like, come on, nonsense. man. Right, right. If we can get away from that as a society, it would be so healthy. It really would be healthy. But one of the things that he said there is, I wouldn't bet against the American economy. That's what he said. And that's a material point. And I think that's so important. And I know many of you out there are saying, yeah, you know, that's why I'm staying in stocks. I think the market's going to yield well. I think we're going to be good. And I think all of that. And I think, you know what? I believe that there could be future opportunity for the markets to go up. I really do believe that. But I also believe that there could be future opportunity for the markets to go down. And so what I'm saying is it's not a glass half full, glass half empty. What I am saying is too many people invest in a knee-jerk reaction perspective. You need to have a well-rounded financial plan. Listen, many of you out there that are listening to this show are successful business owners. You've made a lot of money by starting a business, building a business, growing a business, selling a business, and that's where you've made a lot of your money. And if you're really honest with yourself – you haven't made a ton of your money in the stock market. You've made your money growing businesses and working and doing things in life. Now, I'm not saying there aren't some of you out there that have made a lot of money in the stock market either. I'm not saying that also. I'm just saying a lot of the folks that I interact with and that I connect with are people that have reached out to me on the show. They're business owners. So what I know is you've learned how to make money in your business. That's a wonderful thing. But when it comes to your actual investments, now you've sold a company and you got a $50 million pot of money or a million dollar pot of money or a hundred million dollar pot of money or five million dollar pot, whatever the number is, you got that pot of money. You're not, I'm not saying you're not smart. I'm not saying you're not wise. I'm not saying you can't make good decisions, but it hasn't been your lane to create and craft specific, well-rounded financial plans that participate in efficient modeling. You just haven't done that. You've built a business in other areas. Now, this isn't a pessimistic thing. It's a positive thing. The reason you're able to build a business and make good financial decisions is because you're a smart person. And I'm not saying you can't even create a financial plan that's well-rounded on your own as well, as long as you take research and knowledge. But one of the things that you got to know as a very successful business owner and as someone who's built something that has been successful over the years and then sold it or is, has the ability to potentially sell it, you know that one of the best ways that you become successful is to hire and find people that know things that you don't know and bring them as part of your team. Randy, that's always a, a model for success in business. You see it all the time. I'm great at this, but I don't know how to market it. I need a marketing person. I don't know anything about social media. I just know I need to be there. I need yeah. a person who's an expert in that area. And there are so many CEOs that have a board of directors and they have people that do the things well that they don't know. And yeah. why would that change in your money when you step away from your business? Well, that's my point. My point is be humble enough to know what you don't know. And be in a situation where you say, i got to find help now. You're sitting on this pot of money. What should I do? Well, one of the things that we've done for a long time is helped families through the companies that we have, Wall Private Wealth and U.S. Private Wealth and Wall Lehman, our motivational company, Michael D. Wall. One of the things we've done in the financial companies is helped families really in any economy look for ways to strive to protect, grow, and reduce taxes 
on their wealth by creating an efficient plan that gives us a solid foundation. That way, whatever happens economically, you know, we're at least going to be in a place where we have an idea of what this looks like. And that's so important. And that's why I share this to you. I say, listen, the goal in life, if you're entrepreneurially minded or if you're a go-get-it kind of minded person, my challenge to you is stop taking time thinking through how to create and craft plans and monitor this and monitor that. Do you realize how much money you could potentially be losing by following the Dow and following the indices and following the markets each and every day? If there's another gifting and ability that you have to go grow and create other companies and do other things. You could be losing a lot of money. So what I'm saying is stop that. Focus on what you do well and allow what you don't do well to be handled by someone that does it each and every day. And, you know, I say that in a way that obviously I'm leading in a little bit, uh, you know, self-serving here, if you want to call it that. We have a team that helps families protect, grow, reduce taxes. That's what we do. If I was a medical doctor and one of the things that I, I did was heart surgery and I did a good job at it, I'd say, you know what, That's, this is what I do. If you need heart surgery, I can help you. Now, I can't help you because I'm not a heart surgeon. But what I'm saying is one of the things that we've been able to do well over the years, and this is testament from clients sharing things like, you know, thank you for this. I appreciate that. I've been able to I've been able to sleep well through this whole COVID-19 thing because I know that you guys are paying attention. Well, this is what we do. So if you're in a place where you haven't had a peace of mind in relation to your portfolio, if you're in a place where you've had challenge in relation to your investments, if you're in a place where you say there's got to be more out there and I just don't know exactly what it is, I want to challenge you to reach out. Go to leanonthewall.com. Connect with one of our teammates. Look at one of the articles that have been submitted through Forbes. Look at one of the, some of the videos that are on there that we've done. So a lot of content that I've put out there so you can educate yourself and make better decisions. I believe that education is the foundation of good results. But more importantly, it's applied education. That's one of the reasons that I wrote the book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It's available. It's out there. You can find it on leanonthewall.com. You can find it by going to Amazon. But however you go get it, it's a simple, easy read to help you educate and grow. Why am I spending some time on this more in the last couple of shows? Because I know that those of you that are listening to this are in a place where you need help or you won't be listening to this show. If you didn't want to grow in your investments, there'd be no reason for you to want to listen to the show. You'd go listen to, you know, Quilting 101 by Johnny and her friends or whatever it is. Kidding, of course. Okay? I'm not going to go listen to a quilting show, and I don't think you will either. But at the end of the day, let's get the information. Let's get the knowledge. Let's take the steps we need to take and quit horsing around. And then you can go live your life and fulfill your purpose, your vision, your dreams, and your goals. And, Randy, that's almost all I have to say about that. Well, our country, our economy has taken a hit. And I mean, we are based, our economy is based on companies and businesses growing, serving people, filling needs. And that ability right now has been damaged. Now, the question is, is how do we recover from this? How quickly do we recover from this? What stays? What goes? I read an article this morning that says one in four restaurants may fail. What does that mean to you with your holdings? All of this brings up questions in the future, and I think it means we all need to get a little professional help. Yeah, I think that's really, really, really important. So, hey, I gave it to you. I'll tell you again, leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. I'd love to join you there and kind of share more information to you on that site. 
And as always, listen, my goal, our goal on this show is to help you protect, grow, reduce taxes, look for ideas, look for ways to really improve your investment thought process. We didn't get into any weeds this time because I really just wanted to talk about light at the end of the tunnel and the fact that we are resilient. I wanted to have it to be kind of an encouraging message. Hopefully it was to you. And I want to challenge you to share this show. If you're like, man, I really resonate with this guy, really connect with what he has to say. Share this with two or three people that you know that need to hear this, that would really be able to champion and understand and connect with what we're sharing and saying here as well. As always, my goal is to help you in any way that I can. So to that end, uh, here's to living on purpose so you can live with purpose. Have a blessed day. We'll talk to you soon. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, we'll review aspects for your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of U.S. Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please contact his office. Wall Private Wealth Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN license number 733 0010.